The Your Safe Space podcast is recorded on Gadigal land. This podcast acknowledges the traditional owners and custodians of the land. Always was, always will be Aboriginal land. Welcome back to Your Safe Space with your host Adele Marie, that's me, and today on the show we are talking all things friendship, from what to do when you fall for your friend's ex to handling the dreaded friendship drift. We will unpack it all. Plus, I'm co-hosting the show today with two amazing women. I'm joined by Sal and Al from the podcast Two Broke Chicks. On their show, they give life lessons because they are broke in funds but rich in life. And they also describe their friendship as a twin flame. And I thought, who better than to help me with this episode? Let's dive right in. Hi, guys. Welcome to your safe space. Hello. We're so excited. What an intro. Did you like yeah, it? Yeah, yeah, I loved it. It's like watching it. a pro at work. I was like, who is she talking about? They sound cool. <laughs> oh, that's me. Oh, that's, that's us. You. The coolest. I'm so excited. Thank you for coming on. Oh, my God. I've been waiting for this day. Same. It's finally here. It's been a long time coming, but we've made it happen. You know how some people have advent calendars? I just have a calendar of every time I get to see Adele. <laughs> Literally every time we see Adele at an event, we just like tackle her from the other side of the room. <laughs> the feeling is mutual. Yeah. Don't worry. <laughs> now, today's show is all about friendship. And I wanted you guys to come on and do this one with me because I'm always in awe of your friendship. And I think Aww. every time I see you or I come across you both, like I just really admire it. And I think you've got a lot to offer on this topic. So I would love to know if you could tell us how you guys met and how your friendship formed. Oh my God, it all started on a dark and stormy <laughs> it night. It was a blood moon. <laughs> <laughs> no, I think we met... What would it be now, Al? Like seven? It's six years, I think. Six years ago. I started in 2000, I don't know. Yeah, so roughly six years ago, but it feels like a lifetime. Mm. And Alex and I were both journalists and we worked at a publication together and I'd worked there for a couple of years first and then Al started. And I think on her first day, she was in the kitchen (laughs) and she was wearing these amazing ripped mum jeans, but they were ripped like just on the ankles at the back. But, like, who wears ripped jeans to their first day of a corporate job? You do. Like, what? (laughs) Yeah. But I'm pretty sure I also was wearing, like, a pair of ripped blue jeans. And I just walked in and she was making Vegemite toast. And I was like, I love your jeans. And then history ever since. Yeah. We both had different work wives while we started there. Mm. And then they both went to, like, Europe. So we were kind of just like there twiddling our thumbs, singing all by myself. And <laughs> then we were like, oh, do you want to go get a coffee? And then literally a month later, we had matching tattoos. Yeah. Oh my, what are the matching tattoos? Well, we've got like six now, but. Yeah. Oh, give us a quick rundown. <laughs> the first one was this rose. They're all like basic. They're all basic as yeah, fuck. I like love us. It. But yeah, this one's like. A rose that is inspired by Beauty and the Beast because mm. we're also both like Disney adults. Mm. But we have a Z for Zeus, <laughs> which was based on a, or inspired by a hot conditioner bottle that we saw in America. And it had like a Zeus-like Stupid. character on it. And Stupid. he was Foyne. So, of course, we're going to get a tattoo in commemoration of him. Makes we've got sense. a flame. <laughs> we've got a flame. We've got pleasure and pain. Yeah. yeah I've got I've pleasure sounds. I've got, got pain. pain. <laughs> she wanted that, I can did. I just say? I did. It wasn't me being like, I'm going to get pleasure no, and I you can like, have I want pain. pain. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> so I was like, give it to me. <laughs> yeah. But yeah, it's just like silly little things like that that will just be in a moment and we'll be like, let's get a tattoo. I don't think we planned, I don't think we planned one of them. No. I love that so much. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> true, true bond of friendship. Yeah. What would you guys say? Or what do you think is the reason that your friendship has been so strong or that you guys have um, become so close over the years? And what do you think is the glue that holds <sighs> it together? 
That's a good question. Look, I think if you asked us like three years ago, we would have said because we're the same person. Mm. But I think the more that we have like started working together and the more that we just grow as like women and people, it's actually like our differences in the way that we accept each other that has made it so strong that like we can make a wrong decision and you're not sitting there like with a bell being like shame like yeah. just, it's just complete and utter acceptance of the other person and like we always say this saying it's like I like you because I love you despite I like you because we like Disney movies together and all that stuff but I love you despite of you know moments that have maybe been a bit tricky which that, honestly there haven't really been many but yeah which is lucky yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but I think there hasn't been those moments because we know how to disagree. It's never a confrontation. Like even in moments where we have a differing opinion on a topic, we literally just sit and, and talk it and out. Talk. Yeah. And it's just like, even it. sometimes it's just like on a weird topic, being like, nah, I reckon this. Mm. And we're just there and it's just actually fun to have a conversation that you're not always agreeing on everything too. Yeah. yeah. Absolutely. I love that so much. Now, the first segment in our show is about secrets and confessions, right? So obviously being besties, I'm sure you guys spill the tea to each other, tell each other lots of secrets. Tell me, what is your take on gossip? Do you love it? Do you guys love gossiping to each other? When someone (laughs) says, I'm going to tell you something, do you guys still tell each other? Like, Uh, (laughs) when, When somebody's like, don't tell anyone. Alex immediately knows. <laughs> like people need to know that. I would say that there's maybe a handful of situations when that hasn't been the case, but you always end up finding out. Yeah, when it's something like really serious, yeah, like that's obviously always going to be respected. But if it's like if it's, if it's like just a tea, tea yeah. little, I'm like, you should just know. You yeah. should know. I'm going to tell her. That's on you. Yeah. And I feel like as well, people do like they'll be like, oh well, Sal probably knows. And I'm like, yeah, yeah. It's like <laughs> a written rule. Well, like it's therapy. We're each other's therapists, which exactly. is probably like the blind leading the blind. But <laughs> <laughs> like, and some things I just need to discuss mm. to figure out how to navigate exactly. forward. But we definitely do have an approach of like venting versus gossip. Mm-hmm. Yeah. yeah. So you're allowed to vent. But as soon as you're talking about something that you're not directly involved in, it turns into gossip. Mm. Which like, still happens. Everyone loves a freaking gossip it every happens. now and again. And when it's really juicy, it's yeah. really good. Yeah. But I think we have definitely, as we've gotten older, been a lot more conscious of like, when we've needed a vent and just to be like yeah. about something <laughs> and when we've just been being a bit of a bitch. Yeah. Because it happens. Yeah. Yeah, it's a normal part of life. And I love this segment because it gives our listeners a chance to get something off their chest, mm-hmm. maybe confess something, maybe share something they haven't told anybody else. It's a and safe space. I it is this. a safe space, <laughs> judgment-free. And so I'm going to read you out today's confession <laughs> and we're going to weigh in on it. Okay. Are you guys ready? To hear the tea. Yes. I'm scared. I'm not. I'm, I'm excited. <laughs> now, today we have a confession from Lucy. We have changed Lucy's name. I alter all the details just to protect everyone's privacy. But Lucy has written in with a confession that is also kind of a question. But because it's about friendship today, I'm letting it slide. Now, the title of our confession is Falling for My Friend's Ex. I recently met a guy at the new gym I've joined. Let's call him Matt. I had taken an interest in him and was sharing the excitement of my new crush with one of my friends. 
It also turns out that Matt happens to be my friend George's ex from early high school days. I didn't know Georgia then and I wasn't friends with her while she was dating Matt. I also had no idea who he was until Georgia let me know. The thing is, I have so much in common with Matt and I really wanted to pursue something with him. But obviously, I value my friendship with Georgia at the same time. I actually decided to ask her for her thoughts about it. And at first, she seemed quite angry with me, but then said that it was selfish for her to say no and told me to go for him. At this point, even with her blessing, I still felt guilty about it. And so I told her I would never do it. A few weeks later, though, I ran into Matt at the gym again and we ended up going out for food afterwards. We had a great time and I realized that I could and do really like him. I feel awful that I've betrayed my friend like this, but I am in two minds about it because she went out with him so long ago and she's happily moved on now, so I don't understand what the problem is. I also haven't told her that I've actually gone out with him yet. What would you do? Oh my God. (laughs) Well, I personally think she isn't doing anything wrong. Like relationships in early high school, while they are, you know, milestone moments in your life, in the grand scheme of things, they don't mean anything. They don't count. Like I didn't know how to put a tampon in in early high school, you know? Let alone have a relationship. And like, I'm sure that Matt has changed a lot and is a completely different person since like your year eight disco hookup. (laughs) Literally. When Murder on the Dance Floor is playing. Slay. (laughs) But so I don't think that she's done anything wrong in that instance. You know, she didn't even know that they had dated in the past and it seems like it was a pretty insignificant relationship. But I think where she's maybe made a little bit of a boo-boo is by saying... I'll I never, won't go, I'll there. Never go yeah. there. And then going there. Yeah. 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 I definitely agree on the point of like it was early high school. Mm-hmm. It's a very different terrain to versus to if it was her boyfriend from like her early 20s or something Correct. like that. And I think as well the fact that you never met this person through that friend. Mm. And also I think it's a very rare occurrence that you're going to go to a friend and say, I've met this person that they also dated and they're going to be like, oh my gosh, let me plan the wedding. I'm thinking a spring wedding with like native floral arrangements. Mm. She's always going to have a little bit of resistance to that. That is so normal. Like no one's, I can't say no one, there's probably a few, but I think majority of people would have a little bit of a, oh, and just be take, uh, taken aback yeah, by that. Yeah, a little bit It's just a bit awkward. Yeah. yeah. Because, yeah. you know. Your first response You've got like a little bit that. of history there. But as well, she's moved on. I'm not sure if her friend has a new partner now. That's what I got from being like yeah. she's moved, moved on, on and happy now. Yeah. yeah. Um, I would hope that you've moved on from your first boyfriend in high school. <laughs> <laughs> um, but I do think she might need to rip the Band-Aid off. And I think as well, back yourself, like – you deserve to be happy as well. Yeah. You not you might not marry this boy, you might not end up as each other's soulmates or whatever, but as well like you still deserve to give yourself the opportunity to explore what that is and when your friends are good friends, they will always want that for you mm-hmm. too. Just making sure that you're a bit more honest. But as well, I would do the exact same thing. Mm. I would do this, the exact same thing as her and I would be a bit anxious. I'd be like, I will never even look at him. I won't even <laughs> breathe in his direction. I am with you. And then I'm like, what did I, why? I yeah. blacked out. I yeah. didn't mean it. I didn't mean I black it. Out. Yeah. yeah. And you just, you get a bit anxious. So you say everything because you want to make sure your, your friend knows okay. that you love them still. And then you're like, oh no. Yeah. I went too hard on that one. Yeah. I think she needs to have a conversation with her friend yeah. and own up to the fact that she stuffed up yeah. a little bit. Because I think that in conflict with friends, a lot mm. of the time, 
like I know Alex and I both really respect when somebody owns up to what they've done wrong and it's usually when they don't do that that I'm like no nah, I'm still pissed yeah. yeah but if you say like in the moment I was feeling so anxious and I just really didn't want to upset you and at the time I really thought no I won't go there but then I saw him again and the chemistry was there and yeah. just give the context and explain yourself and I think your friend will really respect that and appreciate that rather than you trying to be a bit shady about mm. it. Yeah. Because it is awkward and a bit scary. And in that conversation, go in knowing exactly what you need to say because I think as yes, well, prepare. personally for me, like I know if I'm nervous, it just keeps talking. It's <laughs> being me. Like it just keeps going and I'm like, stop and I can't. Yeah. yeah. And so I think know exactly what you're going to say and really believe what you're going to say. So that way you can be really confident in knowing that you can stand your ground and you're not going to have that blackout moment that you're like, who's Matt? I don't even know him. What? I don't go to the gym. I do Pilates. Like, that you'll, you'll be able to be really confident in when you're speaking, you'll be able to use your chest. Yeah. Take that accountability and yeah. go into the conversation with like your ducks in a row mm. almost. Be prepared for it. Take palm cards. Yeah. <laughs> don't actually do that. <laughs> Mental palm cards. Yeah, exactly. No, I agree. I don't think she's done anything wrong aside from not having the conversation after she's seen him for the second time mm. or caught up with him. Yeah. I would say maybe to this listener as well to once you have the convo with your friend, maybe weigh up. Like, is this a case of you really wanting him or maybe is it wanting because you think you can't have him? Like, yeah. Just to... Just to suss that out a but little bit. But she didn't know that first. True, actually she didn't, true. She yeah. liked him before she even knew. And then she told her friend. And that would have felt so shit. Imagine really yeah. liking a guy. Having a crush. When you yeah. have a crush, it's like How the best. Crush. I yeah. love a good crush. And then it's just shot down immediately. And you're like, <laughs> like well, damn it. shit. You can feel your heart like sink through your stomach. Mm. Also, don't feel too bad about the food thing because it's not like you were texting. After the gym, let's go get yeah. food. Yeah, like, it, it wasn't was kind planned. of like you're on a bit of a runway and it just yeah. took off. Yeah. And everyone um. wants food after a workout. I don't think I don't think that's like a proper date. Like I don't think it's that deep. But mm. I think just own up. Say this is what's happened. I like, say babe, we got Nando's. I'm so sorry. <laughs> <laughs> That's our thing. You I was say, cheeky Nando's. It was probably grilled or Nando's or some like gym. That, honestly, you can't blame him. No. You yeah. want Nando's? Who am I to stop you? Of course the sparks are going to fly. <laughs> <laughs> oh, thank you, guys. All right. Now, if anyone listening has some advice for our listener, if you've been in the same situation and you want to weigh in, come and join our Facebook group. We'd love to hear and know what you guys are thinking. We'll be back in just a second with our main question for the show. All right, guys. Now, before we give you any advice, please remember to take it with a grain of salt. The three of us are not qualified professionals. Um, just speak for <laughs> yes. I'm kidding. I'm kidding. <laughs> Listen to Adele. Listen to Adele. <laughs> We're just three chicks giving you our two cents. Mm. So if you do need professional help, please check the show notes. Are you guys ready to give some more life lessons to our listeners? Because this one is our advice question. So we, mm. want, we want the deep... D&M kind of advice from you both. I need a drink. Right. <laughs> <laughs> Can I get a vodka lime shader in here? It's 9.30, but whatever. <laughs> it's fine. It's 5pm somewhere. <laughs> I'm 27 and I have a friendship group of girls that I've been in for about three years. They all knew each other and had formed a friendship from a long time ago with me joining the group three years ago. The first year or two of our friendship was great. We were all very close. However, the last year has been a little bit rough for me and there have been instances where conflict has occurred and they've met up without me to discuss things behind my back. Mm. I know. 
That's, that's not that's nice. Makes me so feel sad. Mm. When I confronted them about it, they said, we need to discuss it with our friends, as if I wasn't included in that. These friends sound mean. That's bitchy. Mm. Since then, they have done this several times, and I feel like I'm back in high school again. They're all older than me, and I can't believe how childish this feels. They still talk in the group chat every day, but I barely respond. They always organise to hang out, which I assume happens in another chat because there's nothing about it in the group chat I'm in, but then I see photos posted with them all out together. It makes me feel like a kid being left out of things, and I feel compelled to continue to responding to stuff in the chat just to stay on their radar, but I have no idea why I do that. I can't help convincing myself that they hate me because you don't treat your friends like this. My self-esteem has become very low and I find it playing on my mind constantly. I've hidden their stories on Instagram so I don't have to see them hanging out without me. I feel silly for thinking that their history of knowing each other for a long time wouldn't make a difference, but I think it has. In reality, I've come to the conclusion that they no longer serve me and my mind would be more at peace without them. I don't like conflict, but I think I'd just rather distance myself than have them continue to make me feel excluded and make me question my self-worth. How do I go about this? Oh, Bubba. Oh, I want to give her a hug. Same. Isn't that the worst feeling? Yeah. Yeah. And haven't we all been there? Yes. Like yeah. in some way, shape or form? Yeah. I feel like the first thing I want to say is just that it's not you. There's nothing wrong with you. You're not unlovable. People don't want to not be friends with you. You're not like stinky and smell like garlic. Like it's fine. Mm. Like this is very much a them thing. Yes. Yeah. That it really does sound like high school and it is really sad that this happens. I think there is a thing in friendships and it's like one of those things that people don't tell you about friendships is that there will be moments that you feel left out that just sometimes happens and a lot of the time it can be by accident that like with friendship groups people are allowed to spend time with people one-on-one and kind of like that but I think as soon as it's one person that's left out that's when it's it's just not very nice. Yeah Mm. it's it's actually a lot icky and it kind of just gives not very nice mean girl energy yeah (laughs) well the fact that it seems quite orchestrated like they're still playing up you know this facade in the group chat that she's included but not really included but it's like but you clearly have a separate group chat where you're organizing to catch up and she's not invited like that's just so so mean what you said Al this is so a depiction of them and their immaturity and I think if they're a little bit older than you, that's also like disappointing because mm. you expect that people will grow up and be more mature and just maybe think about their actions a little bit more as they get older. But sadly, that's not always the case. And I think that sometimes like clicks like that can bring out that high school energy yeah. out of each Some other people. too. Yeah. Because as well, it's like this thing that I don't know how many that did she say there was like three or four? I'm kind yeah. of, in my head I imagined like there was four of them. Mm. But yeah, I'm imagining about four. She, she didn't say she just said yeah. a friendship group of girls that she was in for three years. Yeah. yeah. That's probably where I got the number from. Yeah. But <laughs> I feel like as well what happens is people go with it because they're scared of being the one that gets left out. Yeah. That it's just that is not necessarily a dynamic that you want to be involved in anyway. Any friendship that's built off drama and gossip and bitching about people is never a friendship group that's going to fuel you like you want friends that even if you are going through a rough patch even if you are you know you do maybe get drunk and like have a bit of a bite at one of your friends that you can literally go for a walk the next day and be like I'm sorry I was a bit of a cow last night Mm. it's nothing to do with you and that it's water under the bridge that it doesn't need to be anything and I genuinely think 
right now, this is one of like the hardest things you're probably feeling at the moment. But when you're out of it and when you have found your people, you're going to look back and you're going to be like, oh my gosh, what was that? Like, that wasn't friendship. That's not friendship. I've had like a friendship group like that out of high school and it was the exact same thing. There was like the big group chat that we all used to speak in and then it started like dwindling. But then they would all hang out and you'd see it on Instagram stories and you'd be like, oh, but I wasn't invited. Mm. And it it did feel like a gut punch. Like it just doesn't feel nice. I look back on that now and like the friendships I do have in my life and I'm like, thank God that happened because that's not the friendships that I want to be with me throughout my life anyway. So I know in those moments where it it is really challenging, you don't want to be like, it's a blessing in disguise because you're like, it don't feel like one. Yeah. But it really is... Yeah, you can't make the space for genuine and good friendships in your life if that position is being taken up by shit friendships. Yeah. So I think she needs to ask herself if she actually does want to continue being friends with these people. Like, does she think that they're going through like a bit of a shit phase and they need to be pulled up on it? Like, is I she think leave it? I'm gonna no, say I think yeah. so. I think too. Let's cut ties and let's move forward. That's yeah. what I want to say. Yeah. After she confronted them about it, and they're like, mm, "We need to discuss with the board." Yeah. Yeah. Off. yeah, so true, yeah. actually. I forgot about that part. I think because if it was – because sometimes you do just drift with your friends. Yeah. So I think I the think natural drift is different, different because the natural drift, there's no bitchiness, there's no snarkiness, there's no backhanded comments. Yeah. It yeah. kind of just – life gets busy and your priorities change and you kind of outgrow each other. I think outgrowing friends is a little bit different to what her, this, this person's friends bullying. have done, which is – mean yeah I agree and I think that in that situation if it was just like a natural drift that's when confronting them and maybe trying to sort things out would be worth it but in this instance just ask yourself do you still want to be friends with these girls I think that the answer would probably be no Mm. and then you can just remove yourself from the situation like you can actually remove yourself from the group chat or just mute the group chat and you've already muted their stories and just leave it there and it's not even worth your effort I don't think Mm. anymore or your energy yeah and what I would get the listener to do as well is maybe just sit down and even just write down like what a good friendship looks like Mm. right Mm. all the traits and characteristics of like what you would want in a friend looking at your current situation so you can clearly see that these people aren't that yeah and then at least you kind of have a baseline or a foundation to go forward and know what you're going to seek out in other friends but also knowing how you can then show up as a friend moving forward because I can relate very similar to you I had a friendship group out of high school and I don't have this issue now because I'm not in groups anymore Mm. I've just got like different friends from different areas of my life but a very similar thing happened and it was really hard it was one of like the worst things you go through it's up there with like a breakup I think oh (laughs) yeah friendship breakups are so undervalued like because it's it's Wild because, you know, you go on a first date and you go in with the expectation that this might not work out. Whereas when you have friendships, you have this level of understanding and expectation that they're going to be around forever. So when that doesn't happen, it's it's more shocking. So like, because we go into romantic relations being like, mm, maybe, mm. but we go into friendships being like, yes. Yes, that's so true. I've never yeah. thought about yeah. it like that. So it's, it's more like having the rug pulled from out yeah from under you yeah when you know you go through a friendship breakup and it's so hard absolutely and so what do you guys think is next for this listener because we all agree that she needs new friends mm. so we I'll all know like, fuck them kids <laughs> and fuck <laughs> you too no, i'm kidding don't do that <laughs> i don't think you need to like mushroom cloud it or anything yeah. i think 
in my young years, that's what I would have done to kind of be like, see, I don't care. Yeah. Like I would have left the group and been like, yeah, nah, 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 nah. that was probably more from an insecurity within myself being like, they don't love me. Yeah. Um, but I just think you can remove yourself. What's our said, mute the chat and move on with your life. There are so many amazing ways to make friends as an adult. Just go into classes, go to a Pilates class and literally turn to the person on the reformer next to you and be like, what time do you normally come? And just build it that way. And then the next week be like, do you want to get a coffee after this? Not Matt, though. Um, no. <laughs> I'm, yeah. kidding, I'm kidding. I'm kidding. I'm kidding. <laughs> I was going to say, like, what are your top tips for making friends? I'm going to say in your late 20s because mm. I think it can be a little bit harder when you're making friends towards, like, your early 30s, late 20s versus when you're in high school, maybe at uni oh where you have the ability to experience life with people. I think when we become adults, we've all got different jobs, we've all got different hobbies. Mm. It can be really hard to kind of – We'll build that friendship foundation. So what are your top tips for making friends in your late 20s? Yeah, I think that put yourself in those situations where you are going to be like doing a hobby or something that's of interest to you. And like Al said, just put yourself out there and introduce yourself to people. Like you can do the same at a bar or whatever as well. And I think that if anybody... The reason that people don't do that is because you're scared of being rejected. Yeah. Which is so fair and it is really scary. But just know that if they don't like vibe back with you, then you're like, okay, cool. We're not going to be compatible as friends and that's so fine because not everybody's going to be a friend. So just put yourself out there a little bit more. And then I think also lean on other mutual friends. Like you only met these girls three years ago, which can be a long time for a friendship but I'm sure that you have other like family members or friends or people in your workplace that you could also lean on and be like what are you guys doing this weekend like can I come or I I really want to host like a dinner party and I was thinking of like we could do it Italian themed like would you want to come you can bring a couple of friends and sort of like create those situations for yourself and like have a little bit of initiative and you can have some control over the situation as well and do it in a way that's comfortable to you. But I think don't be afraid to like put yourself out there. Yeah, 100%. There's like this episode of Sex and the City where um, Miranda is talking about the cab light theory and it's about relationships, but I think it's about friendships too. And it's about how in Sex and the City, the way that she describes it is like, men are like taxis that their light will be off and they don't want a relationship and then one day they wake up and their cab lights on and that's the day that's the first person that they meet they end Mm. up marrying I don't necessarily agree with that rhetoric (laughs) however I do agree with the fact that some people's cab light will be on and they will, will be open to friendships and then sometimes we don't know what's going on in other people's lives that it's literally all about them if you put yourself out there and it's not necessarily received back it's got nothing to do with you Mm. like there's nothing wrong with you you don't have three eyeballs on your head like (laughs) it's okay and I just think as well don't overthink it like my best way that I've made friends with people is when we have those silly little conversations like I've been in line at a Pilates class and I could not figure out the app to save my life and I was like I don't know what I'm doing. I, that's literally, I just turned to someone. I was like, I don't know what I'm doing. Can you help me? And she was like, yes. And then we just started chatting. And by the end of it, I was like, can I force my friendship on you? And that's the line. <laughs> that's the line every mm. time. I've done it with my masseuse, my hairstylist. I love it. And I'm just like, can I force my friendship on you? And they're always like, yes. And then the second thing is to send the text. Yes. I mm. think like we kind of are a bit nervous and we maybe wait to see if they want to be friends. But send the text, be like, oh, my God, I had so much fun today. Do you ever want to, like, go grab a wine or go grab a coffee? Yeah. Or go do something? And I promise you that 
more times than not, they will say yes. Yeah. You just have to like keep putting put yourself, yourself out there. Yeah. yeah. All right. I love that advice. Thank you both so much. I want to give this listener a little bit of self-care advice because I feel like she said that her self-esteem and, Ooh. you know, how she's feeling at the moment is like making her question her worth. What do you think that she could do right now just to give her a little bit of like a pep in her step to like fill her cup back up? What would be one thing from you both? I think go take yourself on the things that you really like doing on your own. Yeah. Like I absolutely love just reading like a fairy smart book or just like going for a swim. And I think it shows you how much you can be your own best friend. Like obviously we do need human connection to be happy in life. But as well, once you understand the value of yourself and the value of your own time and friendship, you will be so much more selective with the people that you're willing to give that to and you'll love yourself and your self-esteem you'll remember why you're the baddest bitch and you'll be like no I'm actually a really good friend to have and I am really supportive I'm really fun and you learn all these things that you do like about yourself that it doesn't matter when there are people that aren't necessarily supportive of you or like you or whatever because you like yourself and like do the things that make you like yourself yeah, I'm going to listen to that on repeat. That's, that's really good advice. I know, but I'm like, read a fairy smut book. <laughs> that's my favourite. Yeah, come on. That makes you feel sexy. I know. Because mm. it also takes you out of the now. Yeah. Yeah. So, like, that's the thing that whenever, escape. like, you know, the world's a bit too noisy, I'm like, ha, oh, resand. Like, yeah. Yeah. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, Mm. throw yourself into something. I think that when you're going through a conflict like this, either with friends or in a romantic relationship or at work, it's really easy to just focus on the negatives and fall into that and think that like this one thing is, you know, a real depiction of who you are as a person. And that's not true, but it's really hard to remind yourself of that in the moment. I think reach out to the people in your life, your family members or if you have somebody who you're close with at work or an old friend that you haven't spoken to in a while but you know is like a good one. Just be like, I really need to talk to someone. Mm. Lean on them. And lean on them. Like lean on the people around you. You're not annoying. You deserve to be loved and cared for despite what these girls are making you feel. And then I think also maybe go talk to someone in a professional setting as well if you need it and there's no shame in that so I think they can give you a lot of tips as well on making new friends and building up that confidence as well which is what you probably need right now too yeah absolutely and then lastly I'll also invite you into the Facebook group and I would love for you to put up a post and just say hey this is my name this is where I'm from does anyone in here want to connect with me because I've seen so many friendships come from the your safe space group and we're all like-minded people so that could be a nice way for you to Maybe make some internet friends safely, of course. But also, there's mixes. Yeah. There's so many. I've been seeing so many, like, mixes of, like, Sydney chicks and Melbourne chicks yeah. and whatever it is. Like, look up on Facebook groups and things like that or be the one being, like, I have just moved here or I'm wanting to make new friends. Does anyone want to come to Vasco in Newtown and be besties? And there's just so many ways that you can – and I promise – you get at least one. Yeah, mm. that's all you need as yeah. well. And then that's like my last point. Like sometimes you don't need to replace the whole group. Mm. You just need like one good one friend. friend. Oh my God, sounds like my only friend for like so long. Quality <laughs> over quantity. <laughs> Fully. Like because it was the transition between like high school friends and working full time. Yeah. We call it like a track change. That it's like because yes. your train is on like a trajectory of one way 
and it's just a simple little track change but you're going a completely different direction that it's not necessarily things that you can help because your train store has to keep going forward so it's like I started like moving away from this group of girls and like there were just things that I didn't necessarily like about it I felt like it was very bitchy and then like all those things started happening with like different group chats and I was like ugh, okay and then I met Sal and honestly for like a full year Sal was like just my one best friend (laughs) it was the best I loved it we would like go to work we would go to the gym Mm -hmm. then we would text the whole night and then we'd wake up that morning and honestly I'm not saying this is actually healthy and then we'd wake up in the morning be like good morning and be like what are you wearing to school today yeah (laughs) and then we'd go to work and hang, hang out, out there. Work, and then we do it all again repeat the process and yeah. then on the weekends we'd hang out that like I'm not necessarily saying that's a healthy to do <laughs> because you do need to like spend time on your own yeah but I also think don't beat yourself up for needing to lean on people because that's what I needed to do in that mm. period yeah. of my time because as well like I was going through a messy breakup I was like breaking up with friends and I was like I want to change nobody loves me everybody <laughs> hates me <laughs> I was, so like, I was like no. yeah. I love you oh well I'm glad that were there for her and oh dang it worked out well god that was, that was hard <laughs> <laughs> oh i love you guys can you adopt me into the friendship oh yes <laughs> same it's already done the papers are here yeah you just have to amazing start. i think that's the thing people think that it's like some t- well a lot earlier not necessarily now but yeah it was like oh it's sal and al against the world but it's just it's not that like we yeah. love like being around lots of people mm. like now we have so many friends that it's just like the best and so yes come be the third broke chick (laughs) (laughs) thank you guys thank you so much for joining me i think we can wrap the show here now i want to know what do you have fun planned coming up in the next couple of weeks do you have anything fun that's coming up that you can share with our listeners that might inspire them Ooh, that might inspire them. We're going to Christina Aguilera. Yeah, we're going to see Christina Aguilera. So dreams do come true. They do. That is, that is like, I never in my life thought that I would ever see Christina Aguilera. This is so niche. But But we're going down to Melbourne for it. And it feels like our whole lives have been leading up to this moment. (laughs) And that's like another thing about Al and I, like not that many people that we know like froth on Christina to the same level (laughs) that we do. Like everybody loves Christina. How can you not? But nobody has like the same sick obsession like we do. So it also feels like a really important moment in our friendship Mm. to share that together. Mm -hmm. So yeah, buy tickets to that if you haven't already. (laughs) We'll see you there. I think it's sold out. But I also think that like I just get excited for us to like hang out on a movie night and order like takeaway. Mm. like I'm so excited like we watched Practical Magic the other night yeah and it was like honestly the highlight of my month it was so like it was so good it's just like such a have you seen that movie no should I oh my god and you need to watch it in spooky season too okay yeah Yeah. new segment recommendation of the week um Practical Practical Magic Magic with Nicole Kidman and Sandra Bullock Mm -hmm. it is so good it's so good it's like witchy so it's perfect yeah Yeah, I love that like 90s like whimsy goth vibe yeah it's so good I'll be watching it I'll report back to you guys we want a full review review. yeah okay now where can the listeners find you give us a spiel (laughs) at 666 (laughs) (laughs) Uh, you can find us over at our podcast two broke chicks on instagram at two broke chicks and on tiktok at two broke chicks underscore. Don't that underscore will haunt us. It will. We've got to get rid of the underscore, guys. The I underscore know. is my Roman Empire. <laughs> it honestly <laughs> is. It honestly is. Yeah. But it's okay. We're there. We'll make it work. Till we get that sorted. But yeah, mm. come hang. 
Absolutely. Thank you so much, guys. If you haven't, also, please follow us on Spotify, Apple, leave us a review. Go listen to Two Broke Chicks. Leave them a nice review as well. Yeah. Exactly. (laughs) And share us on your stories while you're listening because that helps us. Word of mouth goes a long way. All right, guys. Yeah. 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 You know what? (laughs) We'll see you next time. Bye. 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 This podcast was recorded on Gadigal land, hosted by me, Adele Marie. Your safe space is a part of the Amplify Podcast Network.